This episode of Beethoven on Friday was recorded for release on April 23rd, 2021. Greetings. This is Terry Noel Tao. And on this episode of Beethoven on Friday, I propose to share with you recordings of all of the concertos that Ludwig van Beethoven published. I really have to word it that way because there is a youthful piano concerto in E-flat and one movement out of a violin concerto, as I recall, that predate his days in Vienna and his first official publications. Those two works are not included. I will begin, therefore, with the Piano Concerto Number 1 in C Major, Opus 15. It actually was the second of the piano concertos to be written, but it was the first one that was published. We're going to go with publication order on this episode of Beethoven on Friday. This performance was recorded in Carnegie Hall on August 9th, 1945. I must say, it must have been hotter than blazes in Carnegie Hall that day. The building wasn't air-conditioned then, and even if it had been, it is unlikely that the air-conditioning would have been on. It would have, shall we say, been audible in the recording. The pianist, Anja Dorfman. The NBC Symphony Orchestra is conducted by Arturo Toscanini.
recorded in Carnegie Hall in New York City on August 9th, 1945. The NBC Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Arturo Toscanini, Anja Dorfmann at the piano, Ludwig van Beethoven, the Piano Concerto Number no. 1 in C Major, Opus 15. This performance of Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. 2 in B-flat major, Opus 19, was recorded in concert in the Église Saint-Pierre in Prague, France, during the annual Festival Casals de Prade. Concert took place on July 9, 1959. The Collegium Musicum of London is conducted by Pablo Casals, the pianist, his lifelong friend, Mieczysław Horzowski. <laughs>
recorded in concert in the Église Saint-Pierre in Prade, France, during the Festival Casals de Prade on July 9, 1959. Mieczysław Orzowski was the pianist. Pablo Casals conducted the Collegium Musicum of London. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Piano Concerto Number no. 2 in B-flat major, Opus 19. Ah, yes. Korzhovsky, Casals. It was an honor, a privilege, and a joy to have known them both and to have been befriended and mentored by them both. The next concerto that Beethoven published was the Piano Concerto Number no. 3 in C minor, Opus 37. This performance is indeed historic. The conductor, one of the greatest Beethoven interpreters of all time, Felix von Weingartner, and the recording was made in Paris on June 10th, 1939. I don't have a chronological discography at hand, but if it's not his last recording, it's certainly one of his last. He continued to conduct until 1940, including in Germany, although he wasn't comfortable about it. Then he retired to Switzerland, where he died in 1942. In this performance, in which he conducts L'Orchestre de la Conservatoire de Paris, the Paris Conservatory Orchestra, the soloist, the extraordinary Marguerite Long, one of the great pianists of the first half of the 20th century, and an artist now of course, unjustly neglected and, by the mainstream, forgotten. It is worth remembering that this extraordinary keyboard player was a friend of both Claude Debussy and Maurice Ravel, both of whom thoroughly enjoyed and approved of her performances of their music. The recording was made on June 10th, 1939.
Thank you.
recorded in Paris, France, on June 10th, 1939. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Piano Concerto Number no. 3, in C minor, Opus 37. The pianist, the astonishing Marguerite Long, not remembered so much for Beethoven. More for Fauré, Debussy, Ravel, that sort of thing. And she was a chosen interpreter for all three of those composers. In that recording, she was partnered by l'Orchestre de la Conservatoire de Paris under the direction of the great Felix von Weingartner. The next concerto that Beethoven published, his Opus 56, has long been to some degree controversial. There are those who say that it is not good Beethoven. They're wrong. There are, I admit, a lot of mediocre and lousy performances of it on recording. But if the performers understand that it is perhaps the largest piece of chamber music ever composed, it'll gel and it makes wonderful performance sense and is a scintillating and exciting listening experience. I speak of the concerto that is fondly known as the Triple Concerto. The concerto in C major for piano, violin, and cello, Opus 56. I've heard some great performances, and I've heard some real turkeys, including one live in Carnegie Hall when I saw the way the soloists were going to be positioned. I knew that we were going to be, to quote George H. W. Bush, in Deep Doo-Doo. This performance is one of the great ones. It was recorded in Columbia Masterworks' 30th Street studio on May 23, 1962. The soloists are Rudolf Serkin, piano, Jamie Laredo, violin, and Leslie Parnas, cellist. The Marlboro Festival Orchestra is conducted by Alexander Schneider.
at the Columbia Masterworks 30th Street Studios of Sainted Memory.
on May 23, 1962. Rudolf Serkin piano, Jamie Laredo violin, Leslie Parnas cello, the Marlborough Festival Orchestra, conducted by Alexander Schneider. Why this recording wasn't made in Marlborough, Vermont, at the Marlborough Festival, mystifies me. I don't know the answer. End of discussion on that. A wonderful performance of Ludwig van Beethoven's Concerto in C Major for Piano, Violin, and Cello, Opus 56, the so-called Triple Concerto. As I say, there are those who contend that it is second-rate Beethoven. And if it is not played well by an ensemble and soloists that understand that it is chamber music, perhaps the largest piece of chamber music ever written, it, it flops. It just doesn't work. I heard a performance in Carnegie Hall. I won't name the miscreants, but when I saw the way the soloists were laid out, I said, not good. Sadly, I was proven right. Only the Piano Sonata number 23, Opus 57, the Appassionata, separates the triple concerto from the next concerto that Ludwig van Beethoven published. That concerto is the Piano Concerto number 4 in G Major, Opus 58. It is a pioneering work in one significant detail. It is the earliest piano concerto to open with a piano solo. That lovely little greeting, if you will, that Beethoven has the piano give to the orchestra before the concerto starts in earnest. In this historic recording, which was made in the Grosserzaal in the Musikverein in Vienna in May of 1951, Clemens Krauss conducts the Wiener Philharmoniker, the Vienna Philharmonic, the soloist, the remarkable Wilhelm Bachhaus. And I must add that this historic recording was the first recording that I ever heard of this marvelous concerto. And that was during my sophomore year at Deerfield Academy in Deerfield, Massachusetts.
recorded in the Grosersaal of the Musikverein in Vienna, Austria, in May of 1951. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Piano Concerto No. 4 in G Major, Opus 58. The Wiener Philharmoniker, Vienna Philharmonic, conducted by the great Clemens Krauss. The soloist, the remarkable Wilhelm Bachhaus. And I have to say, I don't know what cadenzas he chose, but the one in the last movement definitely is not by Ludwig van Beethoven. An awful lot of people have composed good cadenzas for the Beethoven fourth. Guillermo Novaes, for example, preferred the cadenzas by Camille Saint-Saëns. As you know, I am presenting all of the Beethoven concertos on this broadcast, uh, made possible by the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, which is a not-for-profit corporation in the state of Connecticut. Hint. The next concerto is the only concerto that Beethoven composed for an instrument other than the piano. I speak, of course, of the Concerto for Violin in D Major, Opus 61, which, as many of you know, exists in a version for piano. I'm coming to that. But first, the familiar violin version. This recording was made in Carnegie Hall in New York City on April 5th, 1947. It is the second of the commercial recordings made of this work by the great Hungarian-born violinist Josef Zigeti. As was the case in his first recording from 1932, Josef Zigeti is partnered by Bruno Walter. In this instance, the orchestra is the Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra of New York.
Recorded in Carnegie Hall on West 57th Street on Manhattan Island in New York City on April 5th, 1947. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Concerto for Violin and Orchestra in D Major, Opus 61. The great Josef Sigety, violinist, the Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra of New York, conducted by the great Bruno Walter, one of the classic quintessential performances of the Beethoven Violin Concerto. <laughs> 